0: You're listening to the Deeply Graphic Design Cast, the show about all things design, from the creative side to the business side and all points in between. Follow the show on Twitter at Wes McDowell. Want the gang to answer your question on an upcoming episode? Send in your listener question to questions at thedeependdesign.com or via Twitter using hashtag DGDC. Here are your hosts.
1: Wes McDowell in Chicago.
0: Mikkel Morrison in Seattle.
1: Nick Longo in Los Angeles. All right, it's Feisty Friday, (laughs) 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 y'all. Yeah, we just just attempted our first Facebook Live, and hopefully it actually worked. It was like three attempts. We're all old people here who don't understand technology. (laughs) Facebook Live. I didn't even know you could squeeze it in through uh, Skype the way you did, so let's...
2: Let's keep our fingers crossed that it works. Yeah, worked. hopefully. Are you guys <laughs> seeing through
0: Skype the notification that says "poor network connection"?
2: I'm not no. seeing that. Mm-mm. Huh.
1: Maybe I that's, think that's just, based on individual. Yeah, it might just be your your own network. But anyway, what's uh, what's going on in you guys' lives? Anything yeah. spectacular? Oh gosh, school started uh, this week, so first
2: week of new semester. Always a good time to kind of. Uh, <laughs> Go, what, what am i doing uh, right. <laughs> it's like, usually, like what have i got myself into but uh it's it's a cool process the first few weeks getting to know each all the new students and everything and uh so it was good we had a nice long break and back on board so it's doing good it's doing really good really good what about you yeah.
0: i'm going to cabo in a few weeks
2: well that's Ooh, something good for you i'm going with my
0: family I'm and i'm being like Really forcing myself to send everybody the heads up that I'm not going to be yep. available at all.
1: Good idea. Oh yeah, you can't do any work in Cabo. That's like they're on their yeah their flag. Internet, the internet there is
2: always terrible, and that's all. That's on purpose. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> it's like if you ever try <laughs> to do, get any work done on a cruise, good luck to you oh.
2: with that. Mm. And like it'll that. cost <laughs> you. And
1: it'll cost you a fortune. Really, yeah.
0: yeah. I, I bet. I suppose that's you
1: could like take a typewriter and like. Just type out a, a novel or something, but that's about it. It fax all those sheets to everybody when you get home. Yeah. yeah. I've been seeing, like, so, like a lot of people I know here in Chicago have been on a cruise this past week, like a January cruise, and it looked awesome.
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh.
2: Like, being yeah. stuck
1: here and, like, seeing everyone doing that. It's, like, really make put your life into perspective. A little perspective, know? right? Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah.
1: But other than that, um, so it's base- it is... Um, our hundred fiftieth episode, you guys, which is pretty incredible. Crazy. It's it's a, it's a good milestone to have hit. Yeah, and I'm I'm so glad we hit it. Remember, like in our first days, it's like we thought we'd we put three episodes up. We're like, this is probably gonna be it. Yeah. No one's probably ever. You guys are. Pre- in, so. You're probably thinking we're rock stars. We got three. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: didn't. I never knew you thought that. I'm glad you didn't say that out loud at the time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I had no idea. Look, I didn't think it was going to be a dud. I just thought like, I it could be. It could. You prepare could yourself for could either way. Be.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, you prepare yourself. Exactly.
1: For it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 so neat to see too because it's quite a commitment. It's like the fact that you guys got past even the 1015 range, I don't think a lot of podcasts do that at the very beginning. It's it there's a lot of people who start it, but then to continue it, those are
1: it, yeah. it's it's a long term thing. Well, so well my kudos. other my other podcast is testament to that. We did ten episodes and that was <laughs> oh, it.
0: I completely forgot about it. Very
1: short lived. Yeah but oh, um damn. But this one this one has stood the test of time, and we want to thank all of you. We have all of you to thank for it that are listening, um, for yes. the continued support, and for telling a yeah. friend and for your, you know, your reviews on iTunes. That's helped us out so much, helped us, you know, get heard by more people, which makes it more interesting for us to do the show. Yeah, like for sure. The, the fact that we're the fact that we're growing is kind of what we're in it for. We love yeah. sharing and helping and all that. Just stuff, n- so.
2: knowing that you guys are passing the word on to other people as well. You Know and we need your feedback as much as possible. And if there's anything we're not covering, let us know. You yeah, know? because yeah, if Wes is
0: not famous, it's a real issue.
1: It's I well, it's a good thing that I am famous, Mikkel. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag internet oh, he'd be, famous,
0: he'd, he'd be so
2: hard to deal with if he wasn't. <laughs> hey, I'm not the one who had
1: a fan uh st- cost me in Australia, so that's that's true. That is a Mikkel. Problem. Awesome. If Those she's still a listener, she's right
0: probably there. like, why am I getting so much flack for approaching her? Oh no, we Karina, love Karina, Karina, well, she, Karin. Well,
2: she's now a star in her little town. Exactly. <laughs> Rubbed elbows because with of the legs of, because us. of you. We're
1: we're a very That's big a deal. <laughs> we're obviously <laughs> that kidding. was but, uh, that was so cute. <laughs> yeah, but um, so thank you guys again for listening and the continued support. And in this episode, we're, um, you know, on the, every 10 episodes, we love to do a listener question show. And this one is actually um, pretty special because these are questions we got to ask um, our, some of our listeners live in Vegas at the Adobe Max conference. So yay. we're going to be, yay. We, have, we recorded a bunch of those. So if you're one of those people that asked a question like three months ago, yeah. today's <laughs> your day to shine. So <laughs> yeah. we're going to get to it now. But be- welcome to the show. Exactly. But before we get there, we're going to talk a little bit about our friends over at Skillshare. Um, it's January now, which means you're probably still thinking about that New Year's resolution. And you know, so many people it's like kind of the the cliché to resolve to go on a diet or hit the gym or call mom more often. That's fine. Actually, yeah, my is there a and my mom's resolution is for me to call less. So there you go. Yeah. Oh, but, but but our sponsor, Skillshare, encourages listeners to use 2018 to learn new skills and make this year their best year yet. Uh, you cannot argue with that. So, you know, Skillshare is an online learning platform with over 18,000 classes. Ooh, they've upped it. Because I used to Damn. say 17,000. Oh, now it's right. 000.
2: Look what Look what they've done in
1: one week. They've, they've gone and added <laughs> 1,000 classes, you guys. So, yeah. wow. if, so if, you, if you went there last week and didn't see anything you liked... This is the week because they've added a bunch of new ones. Um, so, 18,000 classes in graphic design, logo design, illustration, and more. So, whether you're trying to deepen your creative skill set, uh, start a side hustle, or just explore something new, Skillshare will keep you learning in 2018 and beyond. Uh, there's, I went on there a little bit ago and found a few cool things that you guys might like. Uh, yeah. One course is called Business Planning for Creatives, Write Your Business Plan and Elevator Pitch. And then another one is going freelance, building and branding your own success. So,
2: that's great. A lot wow. of cool stuff that's there right in line with what we
1: we preach, you know. Yeah. They hit all the angles. So, That's great. And just in time for the New Year, Skillshare's offering our listeners a limited time offer of 3 months of Skillshare for just 99 cent, cents, which is crazy. Like you can learn so much in in 3 months. So, to sign up, go to skillshare.com/graphic99. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash graphic99 to get three months of Skillshare for only 99 cents. Uh, you got to totally. act now for this special New Year's offer and start learning today. Because today's a great day to start learning, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every day is. Exactly. Come on. <laughs> That's what I say. So, yeah, so without further ado, let's get on into our Adobe Max Live listener questions. The first question totally. comes to us from Jonathan Ross. And uh, let's go ahead and listen to that question. Okay. And, uh, we have our first listener question
2: here. Say your name. My name's Jonathan Ross. And where are you from? I'm in Asheville, North Carolina. Fellow instructor? I'm an instructor awesome. at a community college. So what's your question? My question is, with all of these new tools that are inside the Creative Cloud, especially Adobe Sensei,
1: mm-hmm. how is that going to change what we need to teach our young designers?
2: Perfect, great question. I think that was a big topic that we even talked about before he showed up at our booth and we were we were all talking about it a little bit my 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 view on this is is pretty simple. I think after talking to a few of those people and I saw how how welcoming young people are taking all this additional artificial intelligence aid, um it made me think back to every time we've been we've seen some kind of new um progression in our industry whether it be apps whether it be uh things with desktop publishing whether it be anything th- that we can do through an internet browser at this point now that we couldn't have done 5 years ago it's like we have to just be open to these things but in it's very important that students or young designers i think are learning the basics and the disciplines and the principles that apply to all that stuff if that's taken away because we feel that these programs can replace that then we're doing it wrong i just yeah. i i think Good designer is going to do good design, regardless of the tools or not. So uh, yeah, the tools are there to help, I, I and was, we got to use I've it. been
0: having apprehension that there might be some people out there that are like, oh, I push a button and everything's done for mm-hmm. me. I can absolutely apply myself to this industry, and that mm-hmm. shouldn't be the mentality.
2: No, yeah. and, and, and in fact, I think that'll help if you are truly a good designer and you do great work and you've been doing great work, It's gonna, you're going to... Have a better spotlight on you even in the next five years because there's going to be so much crap out there. I think. Yeah. (laughs) If you think about it, already it feels that way.
0: Yeah.
2: Remember when we used to hear people say, oh, well, you know, that obviously looks like someone got their hands on a Mac and played Uh, around for five minutes and and actually did an ad and it wound up being printed. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's like, we're going to, that stuff's going to be so, it's going to be so obvious who has talent. That's a good comparison. So, yeah. So why not welcome? I I think we got to welcome it. I really do. And and in the last, what, two months since we've been back, some of the features that we've been using that we saw that aren't even half as good as what's coming out in the next year, I've already seen what a difference that makes in my efficiency. You know, And as long as I teach that to the students and they understand that there's still the, the disciplines and the things that we have to understand about design,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I think we're going to be great. In fact, I think we'll even be better. So I'm pretty optimistic. What do you think, Wes?
1: Yeah, I agree. I think that what everything that we saw, yeah, yes, it's taking things a kind of a step further than what we have, but they're they're still in beta. We have to remember that. And a lot of these things that yeah. they showed us, yeah, didn't seem super practical. They seemed there like cool, glitches. like hey, look what we can do. Well, and it, mm-hmm. that can be improved. But I think at the same time, they have to ask themselves: Is this something we really are going going to roll out for what purpose? Yeah, um, and but well, I, this
0: so called Sensei database needs to further itself. Obviously, I mean.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, obviously, but like a lot of the things we saw, like there were the sensei features such as the I don't remember what they were called, but it was basically that like background filling
0: yeah. algorithm
1: yeah. like that's not that's fine because I think a, what what a lot of these tools did from what I can remember is they eliminate the need for what I would call production work. So, yep. And steps, 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 steps. It's definitely like it's hands stuff. It's not head stuff. You know what I mean? It's like, Mm -hmm. it's like stuff that you would hire. That's a good way to say it. Yeah. It's like stuff you would hire someone
0: replacement.
1: Right. So I think like you said, you used the word efficiency earlier, Nick. I think that's what these tools are great for. They're, they do not replace creativity and good design sense. Um, they really don't. So. so so no one should so I
2: hope no one's just learning this part and, and taking shortcuts in their, in however they're teaching themselves, either self-taught or yeah. at a school yeah. or or at a community right. college or at a yeah. general assembly, whatever. Don't take the shortcuts, but just know that these things are there to make you faster and more efficient and hopefully better to your client or your your you know who you work for. Yeah, that's that's really what it comes down to. And I think I remember walking away going, now I get it. Adobe's job is making us better, (laughs) you know, and making us do better. And so we can't replace the good stuff that we all know. But this is truly helping us with time for sure.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the the thing that kind of the mark of a really what I would say an amateur designer is we've all seen the really terrible logos where it's literally (laughs) it's just a designer throwing every single like layer style at it because yeah. it's available
2: yeah like oh let's have yes.
1: a, let's have some drop shadow and some bevel and some <laughs> yeah you know outer glow yeah glow. Uh, a little outer glow with that yeah like you still have to approach it with um with that sense of uh taste. appropriateness it, it can't pl- and, it, yeah.
2: yeah it can't replace taste either right i think that's one of the when you as you get better and better in your career i feel like you're building more taste when it comes to what's what's really tasteful in design and these things will not replace that in any way no you know absolutely not i'm more optimistic on it now i think seeing it we were a little in shock and a little like wow but uh the balance
1: will be there for sure well don't get me wrong robots will replace all of us within two years but not because of this so that's happening yeah not just designers (laughs) human beings in general so everything hope that was helpful jonathan (laughs) Um, All right, so the next question comes to us from Francis. So let's listen to Francis's question.
2: Okay, we have Francis here at Adobe Max. She has a great question for us. Go for it.
3: Um, Hi. Okay, so my question is I am a graphic designer at a very small company. Um, There's only two in-house designers, and we probably have a staff of maybe 30 to 40 people. Mm -hmm. And the issue is, is that... The people that work in my company um, or my bosses assume that as a graphic designer, I do everything. So I'm a UI designer. I'm a UX designer. I um, also do motion graphics. I, you know, sometimes like anything under the sun, like that I would do it. And a lot of time, you know, I have trouble putting my foot down because it's just like, you know, they are my, 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 they're my bosses. And so it's kind of like, I don't want to, it's frustrating having to explain every time it's like, hey, actually, there's someone else that we maybe we can, you know, hire to do this and get someone on contract, you know? And it's like, I don't want to be that person that is always, you know, trying to be like, no, actually, I don't want to do this or I'm not comfortable doing this, you know? They're like, well, we believe in you. You can do it. <laughs> and it's just like, no, come on. It's like, like, let's, let's get us some help. And yeah. so I'm just a frustrated designer, and I don't know what to say to the people that, um, or my bosses that I work with sure. on how to get support in a small team. I got you. Do...
0: Does anybody there internally understand the need to hire an additional support staff member
3: like yourself? Um. Yes. However, there's budget, and so Mm -hmm. it's like there's two of us right now, which we want to hire another person. We're currently under a um, hiring freeze, and so
2: always right. Yeah. Perfect perfect timing.
3: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. It's just us. I mean, they understand the need, but it's more so like. We do the day-to-day, but then they just expect us to do way too much more. You know, it's like, I shouldn't be, uh, it shouldn't be my job to do the whole website either. Like, do the whole entire UI UX.
1: Okay, Francis, you know, it's funny. I've actually, I have experience with this. Like, one of my very first jobs I ever had, this was me. And I was, I think it was three designers in the office, and what would happen that made this even kind of worse was it's one of these companies with no real hierarchy or structure. So um, mm. everybody in the company, like there were so many different arms to this company people would just like flag us down and say, Hey, we, I need <laughs> you to design this thing. And so, so my boss had to get involved and she had to, she like took everyone to task and said, these are my designers. Any request goes through me. I love that. So yeah. Um, nice. Yeah. There
0: has to be a chain gang chain chain. Of, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Yeah, but I don't know that that's necessarily what Francis was asking. Um yeah, so it's tough because if you're in a company like this where it's it's kind of a bootstrapped thing where you've got two designers and you know you said you needed to be an expert in UI and all this other stuff like print, digital, for all of it, there's two ways you can approach this, okay? So um my approach would be cuz I think when you work for a company it's hard to really push back too hard on your boss and say we need outside help because that's not a matter of um like making an extra hire is not like an easy thing to ask for, um, no, obviously yeah.
2: they don't have the budget to do it now and yeah what's what says they're going to do it if she says something
1: right, yeah, so I think what I might do is take this as an opportunity to learn new skills, like I'm sure that's yep. not what you wanted to hear. I'm sure you wanted something more. <laughs> You yeah. know, like what you're about intimate, uh, intimate office yeah, settings that it, come
0: with a lot of hats that you feel forced to wear. That's just yeah. the way that it goes. I've been in that position myself. And um you don't oftentimes in the moment feel or know that you're being taken advantage of. It's after, it's an afterthought, which, you know, is typical, but too bad all the same.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think rather than go, approaching it from being taken advantage of, which is something you can't control, um, be a little m- more proactive and look at this as maybe it's going to be a pain in the ass job that you're in for a little bit, but think of how much you're going to learn while you're there. You yeah, know, totally. Uh, On their dollar. That's a good point. You know? On yeah. their dollar. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because Totally. Like, and here's Let a, them pay for something. Yeah. And I think the best thing to ask for would be, um, okay, absolutely boss. I can absolutely do that. I don't know how to do it yet. How about you pony up for um, some kind of like a skillshare or something, something like that, yeah. where you can yeah. like you find a class online. that will teach you how to do it. And yeah, you can look at it as it's a waste of your time. And maybe it is if it's something you don't really want to be an expert at. But um, yeah. if it's something that's interesting to you and you think might f- uh, further your skill set, then learn it on their dime. And then you're that much yeah. further along
2: yeah and if, if I was interviewing someone and they told me that they were that proactive in as in a challenging situation like that and they were able to find a solution and offer it and suggest it and got it mm-hmm. and learn something totally different, that's a superstar that's that's someone who you know what I mean and you're right if if it's something she doesn't want to do or has no interest in or it's kind of like least,
1: a dinosaur like
2: yeah mm. or at least it could be at least it could be like hey, let me learn the ropes a little bit and maybe maybe a junior person or someone else on the team can figure this out. Mm-hmm. You know, playing the the solution person rather than the obstacle and and complaining person is always the better way to go.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think
2: you come with a solution to that issue. And hey, if they don't if they don't help, then what are you going to do? You like you said, it's one of those things you can't change. How they're going to you can offer the suggestion. So maybe that's a sign that, you know, this place is like you, you're going to outgrow it quite quickly if they don't do the best to make your situation better.
1: You yeah. know? Yeah, totally. Like my first jobs I had were filled with this kind of thing. Um, but you oh, learn yeah. a lot, even though it's like when you know, the first job I had where all those people were saying all the people are kind of pulling me in a bunch of directions. I was learning how to make like physical comps of packaging and stuff. Um mm-hmm. which was uh, nothing I would ever use again, but it was kind of a cool thing to experience totally. as a designer. Yeah. And then another job I had, like I had to do like some, you know, like banner ads and stuff, which is, Hmm. I just, I found it interesting. Like, you know, I don't Mm -hmm. do that anymore, but the more you learn different facets of design, you never know how they're going to help you think differently as a designer, even if you're, even if you're not like applying them to what you're doing, if that makes sense.
2: Well, you're more well, you're more well-rounded yeah. in a way and then if you go back to what you truly do, you're probably learned something that's going to help you there. Yeah, you can take it away you know? from it. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. it's when like it a on this... when they were trying to they were they were drawing influence from all these different styles of dance for their <laughs> cheerleading. That's what yeah. that's exactly what this is <laughs> like. <Yeah. laughs>
0: When I um we had this situation years and years ago, it was one of my very first gigs. All the same, Wes, like you, um, and and don't you think that that's that's fairly common? Is that you get thrown into those scenarios earlier than later of your career? Yeah, you know, um, sure, mm-hmm. yeah, because it it pays the bills nonetheless, company. and you're more willing. Yep. you're more willing. Um, yeah, so I I decided to. Well, I pulled teeth, actually, and I, if I said request, that would be way too light. Um, I went to the <laughs> president of this company, and I told him that I was going to apply to into UW um, grad school, which was a two-year program for graphics, mm-hmm. and, graphics and design, and um, they had me commit to two years of employment beyond that, beyond, beyond graduating from that program. So it was a win-win, but at least when I recognized I was being, I was being asked for almost too much, I decided to make something of it. Well, if this is the case, then you can further my education, please. Yeah,
2: Yeah. totally. Absolutely. Good point. All right, cool, Francis. and, And also I think she should also know that we heard that a lot. She's not alone. There's a lot of people in those small little departments wearing every single hat and they're expected to know everything. I remember hearing that
1: a lot from people. We've been so. there, people. Yeah. 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 Interesting. It's amazing how in some of those small offices there's so many different kinds of design that have to happen. Yeah, you know?
3: totally. But I,
2: don't you think it's because there's such a um a crazy um there's all these new companies. There's new companies every day, right? And they're small, they're young, they haven't ran a company before. So this happens yeah, very naturally. Yeah. This yeah. this whole f- culture happens where oh everyone's doing everything yeah. no 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 no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. when you get to a, a certain point you're gonna have to have some yeah. some everyone's gonna have to have responsibility so she, I I think that's why we're hearing so much about this right now mm-hmm. yeah you know so you're these younger companies
1: yeah so. so you're paying your dues right now it sounds like and you'll you'll get hired on somewhere later that's a little more specialized if you keep at sure. it but it's hard to tell your boss. No, mm-hmm. I will not do that. Have a solution. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it have is. A solution. That is hard. Yeah.
2: yeah. Pull a Mikkel and have a solution. Right. That's
1: <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> a compliment. <laughs> All right. Oh. All right. So, next question comes from Kevin. Let's listen to Kevin's question. Okay, we have a
2: listener question from Kevin. Kevin,
1: tell us where you're from and what do you do? Hi, I'm Kevin Leonard.
2: I am from uh, Forest Park, Illinois, which is right outside Chicago. I am a graphic designer at the thriving um, branding agency, Leonard Branding and Design. Awesome. Awesome. So what's your question? So you all have been in the industry for a a number of years, yes? Yes, correct. So have I. Um, Question, how do you stay top of mind with your clients, and how do you help Get that to lead to
1: ongoing work and new work.
2: So Kevin, I think we've all, we are all in there and we've all been there. I, I, gosh, I, I think I mentioned last episode that, uh, I, I had a little bit of an issue with a current client where I wasn't on top of mind with them. Uh, and my fault for not keeping them up to date with, I think everything that we do. So what I've tried to do, and I think I've done in the past kind of successfully is always make sure that like, you're thinking of them long-term just to begin with, right? You want, you're not going to be a one-and-done and just do something for them and leave. You want to work on existing revenue and existing projects. And the minute something has either slid or there's nothing happening or the activity feels like it's, it's slowing down, that's your time to kind of go after them and give them something, give them a quick email, put together a, a quick thing that's directly to them, not one of those mass things, and just say, by the way, did a great new job for something, thought it might be relevant to show you That we also do this, and this might be the next thing you're looking at in your project scope. So just keeping that kind of um, connection alive is super important. And I'm I'm learning the hard way, and it's one of those things I think we all do. But you don't take it for granted, man. Just just don't take for granted that they know everything you do. So be on top Mm -hmm. of mind. Show them all the things you've done. That might even be things that are 180-degree different of them. Because I think they just want to know you can be that person when they do think about it. Mm. And then there's just those dropping – a. don't know if you guys do this, but like even just dropping a quick email, just saying, hey, how's everything going? I saw this and I thought of you, you know, whatever. Yeah. Quick little thing to kind of keep that going. Because the minute you don't, it's not like they're going off to somebody else, but what they will do is maybe go to something cheaper or go to someone else. out of sight.
0: Totally. So, Mm -hmm. right? What do you guys think? Yeah, Yeah, I agree with that.
1: I do, too. And I've got I got something that's even a little more kind of this is not going to come as a surprise for me video. So
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, what I might recommend, <laughs> seriously, and I'm, I'm starting to do this like this is something that I've been thinking about a lot lately. Um, and so what I'm doing is I'm actually starting a Facebook group for my clients. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of it's like I'm. It's kind of a value add. Like I'm selling them on this, like cool. when they're being onboarded, like as an extra feature, Perfect. which is basically once a week, I'm gonna get in there and I'm gonna go on Facebook Live and answer any questions you have. So oh, wow. Not only are you hiring me to do this for you, you get basically lifetime support. Not all the emails you can send all week long, and I'm not answering them all <laughs> week long, but you get to send in <laughs> questions as you have them, and then like I'll probably like on a Friday. I'll go in for an hour, like every Friday for one hour, Killer! I'll go on Facebook live and just answer questions. Um, And then what you can also do with that is you can space it out. Like maybe once a week, you do a quick little video, either Facebook live or just on YouTube uh, around a topic that's important to your clients, like teaching them how to do something or a little topic like that. And you, you start putting together your email list of all your clients. And then that goes out like in an automated sequence, so once a week, they get an email with you on video teaching them how to do something. It and it doesn't even have to be video. You can do that same kind of thing where it's just um, either a, bl- a linking to a blog article you wrote or yeah. not even a blog article you didn't write. It could be someone else's mm-hmm. blog article you can link sharing. to. Sharing, yeah. Idea, yeah, you're sharing. But the idea is you every week, they're hearing from you, not in a pitchy way, in a, in a very helpful way. Helpful. Yeah. yeah, so either email or that Facebook idea or um, put together a YouTube channel and just invite all your clients to subscribe to that. So they see your Great stuff. Idea. Yeah, cool. I mean, things like that. The best way to stay top of mind is to keep in front of them in, a, in that helpful way rather than calling and saying, hey, got anything for me this week? That's not a... Yeah. We, we all mm-hmm. are the person in our life that we know as soon as we hear from them, oh, they want something. You, mm-hmm. you don't want to be known as <laughs> yeah, that exactly. person. You want to, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, all right, cool. I like that. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. Um, all right, so the next question is from Joe. Roll that tape.
3: Uh, hi, I'm Joe Kenny. Um, I think this is probably an issue many of us creators have. How do you get your SMEs or
1: your end client to respond in a way that is both timely and useful? Okay, Joe. So that is, yeah, this is what I think we as designers uh, hate more than anything in the world is waiting for feedback, and then when you get the feedback, it's not constructive or it's that I know I'll know it when I see it kind of feedback, which we all hate. Um, so a few like kind of tactical things I might recommend. What I've started doing is um, I use Basecamp with all my clients, so every project gets a Basecamp um project assigned to it within mm-hmm. that there's all these to-dos um so the trick to getting timely feedback i have found is to assign a deadline to it so like the other day i presented a home page not a home page it was, it was a it was a sales page to a client and mm-hmm. that i told her at the end of the presentation okay this needs approval or edits but it needs something and she, you know, she's a great client, but she can get distracted. So I knew I had to go on, on Basecamp and make that a to-do item. Approve or request edits assigned to you. Here's the due date for it. And then mm. that, whenever there's a due date, and yeah, if you get the wrong, if you get the wrong client, they're just, they're, they may not care about due dates anyway. Take it seriously enough. Yeah. 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 But there's very little you can do with that person. So um, there's only things you can do to kind of up your chances. So I love Basecamp or there's Asana. There's a few different programs that do the Mm -hmm, same thing. But I I would say to anybody, as a sideline, if you're just communicating over, like, you know, just all these email strings and phone calls, get yourself set up. Follow up there. Yeah, get yourself mm-hmm. do yourself a favor and get yourself set up with a base camp or something like that. Where you can just templatize those projects and every client gets it. And then you can just you've got to do is that are assigned to them and they can go in and see exactly what's expected at every time, yeah. which is great. Um as far as useful feedback goes, the way it's all in the kind of the framing. So what I mean by that is when you ask a question or you ask for feedback, um, the worst thing you can really do is say, do you like this? Let me know if you like it. Yeah. Like that's so up for interpretation. That's why it's so important that in the beginning you do your, you, you define the end customer. You, so like for this yeah. particular client, I'm not asking her if she likes it. I'm saying, do you, has this fulfilled the objectives of what we'd set totally. out for with your end customer? Her mm-hmm. end customers happen to be actors. So like with, is this going to appeal to, to them? You know, so it's it reframes it in a way to where you can't just say. Oftentimes, you have to to remind them
0: of that. That they get. Oh yeah, you do. Absolutely, they get so caught up into. Oh, it's not really me. It's not really my style. What? It's it's
2: it's always. it's not the project scope. Remove personal (laughs) preference and forget about it. You're right. Yeah, it's it's so. It's not mine either, honey. Exactly. I might hate this, but it's, it's right for the persona of your customer. You know, it's like, if you, if you, that has been the biggest game changer for me. I'm so, we've made that such an issue uh, in the last year since we've been talking about it specifically. Mm -hmm. But I find the efficiencies get better because you're doing more about agreeing who this is for and what it's going to be in all that upfront work. And it eliminates a lot of that. You said something great about you're just, a, you're increasing your chances of this being better. You can never eliminate the problem that, you know, right. Joe is speaking about here, but all you can do is increase the communication, increase it. So the chances of this are happening a lot less, you know? Yeah. And I, I think for sure, that's been the biggest thing for me. is just being more crystal clear up front. And we are just sailing through this, the areas where we used to be a ton of hurdles. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. There's always going to be pe- clients out there that, operate from a more emotional level, um, that happens. Yep. I try to, I try to eliminate that as much as possible. Like if, if that's one of the questions I kind of am asking myself when I agree to take on a client, do yeah. I get the feeling that they're in this for business or are they in this to like have a website that they can frame above their mantle? Like, and you can yeah. kind of tell, yeah. like I try to not work with those clients because, um, they're coming at it they're from it a, for the wrong reason. Yeah, and they're coming at it from weird angles and it's it's never, their objective is never going to align with what I'm trying to bring to it. There are other better, des- if all you're looking for is a website yeah. to look awesome and fantastic and new Plenty and different, people to to. better people than me, Yeah, I will never claim yeah. to be the most creative designer, but I will say that my my business websites for business that are going to get you more customers, I am good at that, so yeah you know question I got a question so ninety percent of my
2: projects aren't really too driven off of a, a due date that is hard, mm-hmm. like meaning like mm-hmm. uh let's say a website has to launch by right. a certain time so do you do you find that um sometimes that's when you get more timely input because you have a drop dead date or not necessarily you
1: know, I, I've had a no. the, the no. client it's that about the I've
0: talked to.
1: yeah. The client I've talked so much shit about on the show in the past that I had to dump a few, yeah, probably about four or five months ago. Um, he was very adamant about being ready as soon as possible. And yet he dragged mm-hmm. the project down any chance he got, um, based on just his own, I mean, I'll call them neuroses. Like it was just like every little thing yeah. was like he like literally everything we did, he would take it and he would like. I don't know what program he was using but some kind of program where he would he would take all the elements of the web page and like re- rearrange everything on his own oh, like in the no. middle of the night oh, and then show gosh. me his Frankenstein version of it and he was on a deadline he just he couldn't help himself from doing that kind of thing and pretty yeah. much sabotaging and, and, and the project in his
2: mind I mean, he thinks he thinks i'm going to help wes out so much by doing this <laughs> you know he's
0: oh. god
2: bless him but like oh. no oh, no i man. don't think his I, aim I, was I ever know. to help me out
0: <laughs> yeah it's yeah. his na-
2: but it's someone's nature like you said totally. it's just the personality of someone you're dealing and, with and with and
0: at. for some they really do feel that what they've pulled together digitally from their end is super mm-hmm. useful
2: <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. quite funny. And just but um, yeah. I just yeah. had
0: a a kickoff call with a potential client earlier in the week, and what's nice about all this once you get experienced more and more over the course of several years is that you can pinpoint those f- flakes, those non-responsive, um, mm-hmm. bar is set way too high, the project's not going to go anywhere yeah. type of people. And I absolutely yeah. was introduced to that type of individual earlier this week, and mm-hmm. I will not be reaching out again. It's nice. Yep. It's really nice to have. It's It, good. It's, it goes both ways. That initial phone call is beneficial for him or her and you to assess whether it's the right fit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's the biggest advantage it, it, of kind of getting a little older and getting more experience is that you you learn. For sure. That's the thing that sucked about being younger and new. Totally. For me was... A, I never said no. You kind of, yeah. Well, you felt like you kind of needed the money yeah. for sure. And yeah. B, I didn't know, I didn't really have that wealth of experience behind me of like, okay, I've dealt with all these types of people. Now, if I talk to another guy like this guy, I will see those signs and just that's a red mm-hmm. flag. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Just fake. I'm going through a canyon. Or, yeah. I gotta. I'm losing you. Losing <laughs> yeah. you. Don't, you should don't see call me some of the inquiries.
2: <laughs> some of my. Some of the my students get these inquiries and they people send them stuff knowing that they're students and they the way they dis, they camouflage these emails to sound like this great opportunity. Then oh, there's yeah. always the like, but this is probably just a side hustle. This somebody actually said this to a student. It's probably yeah. like a side hustle, and you're talking like an hour or two, you know, a yeah. day or whatever. And I even wrote back to him, I'm like, Don't let this guy tell you what a side hustle is yeah. for you. You know, hours are hours and your rate is your rate. Yeah. It's like there's no there's no making it less important and less of a you know yeah. so i know and our listeners are probably getting hit, hit by this a lot too so it's kind of mm-hmm. like hopefully you realize if you put these things in order eventually you're going to make the transition to you won't have some of these people anymore and you'll have better people that listen and want your help you know
1: yeah that's yes, the goal. yes. absolutely that's truly the goal okay good luck joe <laughs> yeah good luck um you know it's just I, I think you'll be fine. If you if you just kind of put that feedback in or put that advice to you, she'll be fine. All right. So yeah. Uh, before we, we've got two more, but before we get to those, let's talk FreshBooks. FreshBooks is mm-hmm. awesome. So they've got the really easy to use invoicing software that we talk about each and every week. And we love it because it just makes our jobs as designers so much easier. We don't have to worry about invoicing because it's just handled for us. 30 seconds in and out you send an invoice that's branded with your colors makes you look professional versus you know sending like a paypal invoice or something which always mm-hmm. feels a little skeezy but fresh books <laughs> not skeezy at all FreshBooks. they're the We're opposite not yeah so and so fresh very fresh so um they've been, it's, it's, the interface has been completely redesigned for the way designers work and it looks really great it se- makes invoicing seem sexy if if you you thought that was not possible <laughs> but they've found a way so uh like i said you can create and send really professional looking invoices in under 30 seconds um it just takes two clicks to get set up with freshbooks online payments and with freshbooks payments over 60% of your invoices will be paid within one day they got stats and figures and ledgers that will tell it's you that it's been proven proven and tested <laughs> asked and answered all right. And with the as new- soon
2: as that first one came that was paid in one day, I sent that to FreshBooks. Yeah. <laughs> See? I'm like, you're right. Yeah, it, ha-
1: it works for everybody. You know what? I, um,
0: I, have a little, I have a little something to share that's such a compliment to FreshBooks. Um, okay. We, we had to file our taxes and get our tax filing done early, and it's, it's already done, which is so nice to have behind, behind me. Oh,
2: good for you. But
0: um, I didn't have a way for all those that have supported my company over the course of 2017 to divvy up how, the totals that I paid them throughout the year. Mm-hmm. So this woman offered to get into my account, prepare an Excel spreadsheet that divided each individual by tabs.
2: Wow, with with job. their
0: subtotals, it was amazing, and I was like, "Okay, that's so you saw their year that's the benefit each? of this monthly charge. That's not even that expensive mm-hmm. to begin with." Like, she, and yeah. she got back yeah. to me within the hour.
2: That's amazing. Isn't that that's great? their
1: award-winning support. Yeah, no, they're mm-hmm. they're, they're great. This,
2: if this is not, yeah, this is a uh, book season right now because the taxes. Oh yeah, I don't know about you guys, but like, makes me feel so much better knowing what what. I, <laughs> it's not here in my head. Yeah. yeah. It's in, it's that in the That is true. Right, <laughs> right, right. So right. yeah, if you, yeah. if you haven't
1: gotten on board with Good them story. yet, what are you waiting for? Um, we, we keep paying them every month because it works and we love it. So that's the yes. best compliment we can give them. Um, but we've worked out a 30 um, day unrestricted free trial with fresh for our listeners. So to get that, you're going to go to freshbooks.com/deeplygraphic slash deeply graphic and enter deeply graphic design. in the, how did you hear about a section? Once again, Thirty days free. freshbooks.com, slash deeply graphic and enter deeply graphic design in the how did you hear about us section. All right, with awesome. all right, so back on with the show. Our next question comes to us from Veena. What do you what do you got to say, Vina?
3: Hi, my name is Vina, and my question is, which do you think will? Where do you think it's going, um, AR or VR um, for the future of designers? So,
2: All right. So, Veena, you bring up something really cool. I, I'm, I think we're all pretty novice in this in area, but what I have been seeing too is a lot of my students who are um, really focusing on this as something they not only want to learn, but go into completely. And I think every time we have something new in our industry – um, I think this is a fantastic thing to jump on and at least look at and see if it's something that you're going to like or if you uh, can appreciate it. I can look back when packaging was introduced to me and there was something about the idea that it turned something that was flat and in 2D into something 3D, which I can wrap my head around and look at and see physically. And I think that's why a lot of people are loving AR and VR because it's so sensory and it's it's 360 experience when it comes to design. So. There's a whole other level that I think you got to think of, um, as far as what your the the psychology behind design when it comes to AR and VR. So if that interests you, I would say one, obviously look into it. I think I could say I'm not I'm probably not going to learn much of it, and it'll probably won't be anything that I put in my service yeah. bank. You know, Nick's going to um, skip
1: right over web design and just go straight to virtual reality. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Why not? Yeah. I think web's another idea when that all of a sudden that the need for designers came up when everyone was needing a website, right? So like, Mm. it's just the the next chapter I think in here, but I love the fact that, um, it allows our industry to be so much more broad. Uh, I see what young designers are looking at and they sometimes don't know what's, what's talking to them or what's speaking to them about a particular area of our world. So if this does talk to you, look into it, get involved. I mean, you can take a few of these courses at a lot of these smaller places and learn it and just see if it's something you, you know, you're going to dig. It's needed. I, I, I don't know about you guys, but it's like, I don't, I don't see it so much yet out there where the the demand in my little bubble, I feel is like, we need so many people doing it. Um, but everyone keeps saying it's going to explode in like the next few weeks, uh, the next few years. Yeah. So I get the, de- the demand will be there for sure. So if you want to be a pioneer in it, I mean, now's a good chance.
1: and Now's a good time for sure. Yeah, I feel like it's, it's basically just the new cottage industry. Like think about, um, I, I just remember when I lived in Seattle and all the jobs, like I was looking for a job in design, every job that they were advertising for was like for game, like for video game design. Yeah. So, or when apps were huge, yeah, it was like I got to be an app designer. Yeah. Yep. So, like, I feel like this is it's a it's a necess, It's not a, it's a um, logical transition from like video game design into virtual reality. And with AR, totally. it's more like, um, yeah, it's it's thinking of cool things within apps or whatever. And I, I think AR is going to be much more. So I, I I look at VR as being kind of like video game. Maybe, maybe there's other aspects for it that I don't know about, but AR seems like there's so many cool things you can do with it. Like I have an app I just got downloaded where you can like type, um, any kind of text you want and put it in place within a room and you can like take your phone and just like go all the way around it, get closer and further. And it like stays in that one little spot. So there's so many cool things you can do with that. Um, yeah, I think it's it's look at Snapchat. Yeah, look at what you could do on Snapchat. Yeah,
2: Snapchat. that's the best. We, we couldn't even. Yeah, We couldn't totally. even do that on our huge computers four or five years ago. Yeah, yeah. right. So that the augmented stuff has gone nuts, yes. and I think again, too, it's you got to remember too what what put my last business out of business was the fact that we were promotional products and we built toys, virtual reality and augmented reality took over, and um. no one wanted. The physical toy anymore it was like it was so much quicker and cheaper to just make something that the kid can download so all of a sudden we were putting barcodes on boxes because that meant you know aim your your smartphone at it and guess what kids makes a little augmented reality dance you know it's like so that i see the future and but i think what i would just put out there to anybody thinking of it is be ready because it i remember someone at max was explaining to us about the vr world when you're doing it it's so multi-sensory right like if if sounds are supposed to be coming from below you in the world you're in well then that's got to be figured out in the way the speaker is being driven driving the sound to you yeah. you know so like there's so much involved it's like directing truly a, a full 360 degree movie yeah live so if that interests you and that's right. what you dig, I mean, this whole, that's that's your world.
1: This whole conversation just reminds me of, of um levels. Black Mirror. Do you guys watch Black Mirror? <laughs> no, but Have I've seen heard the latest such
2: good I've good seen things. The first, uh, I've yeah. heard such good things. I heard so, I heard the latest one had a really good one. Yeah. So the um, first
1: this the fourth season, like the first episode called USS Callister. It's like a Star Trek thing, like a virtual reality thing. Like it's mm-hmm. it's insane, and it really makes you think about the oh, future of all level, this huh? stuff. Yeah. Yeah, if, I know. If, I really if you wanted haven't to seen it. Watch it. it. Yeah. yeah, I really There's want to
0: some, so some watch it. There's
2: our follow up. Some some
1: episodes that. are better than others. <laughs> I yeah. wanted to
0: say something really quick because I absolutely remember Wes, that time frame here. I mean, and that was the case in the Bay Area, Silicon Valley, mm-hmm. where like the gaming industry would seem like it was the late the new and the new and latest dot com era or something. Everybody mm-hmm. was looking yeah. for a game artist or dev individual. Um, yeah but what i didn't consider i would just i would just breeze through them and sift through those um job opportunities in with respect to potentiality and put them aside and not consider them well there's absolutely no reason for all of you that are proficient in photoshop illustrator even and all these adobe programs to be a part of the process. You can mm-hmm. you can render anything and pass it on to somebody that will make it into that final product.
1: There's it still doesn't a stop. Yeah. It
0: doesn't stop unless you work AR at Francis's PR. company
1: then you have to do all of it. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> Or learn it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> it yourself.
0: yeah. Oh. Poor Francis. Poor Francis. <laughs> we circled back to Francis's issue.
1: See, that's what that's what they, that's what they call a callback in comedy. <laughs> yeah. But um, no. But I think see, yeah. So I think it's one of those things. Like, yeah. If if you know this, what? Well, I, I don't know. I don't think that Joe or that Vina was even asking about this, like for her own self. I think it's more just the future of this future. as a as a thing so we can obviously expect that this is going to be a new um kind of concentration
2: like you will spike like if, and then level off just yeah. like
1: every other big yeah. pillar of and like if if you go to design yeah. school you can go for gaming i'm sure now you can go for vr you can go for yep. augmented reality like i'm sure this is all stuff that they're actively teaching right now that none of the three of us will ever learn so we'll yeah. just take advantage of the <laughs> Leave it oh, at that. the final products and they come out. So, yeah,
2: let us know how it goes. Fina. Yeah, <laughs> good luck to all
1: the whippersnappers out there that are going to learn this. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be us. <laughs> all right. No. So our last question comes to us from Leslie. Let's listen to that.
3: Hi, my name is Leslie Norris. I'm from Arkansas, and my question is: What update are y'all most excited about in the cloud?
0: Um, What I'm digging lately is the reminder of tools from your tool panel in Photoshop and of, of what they can accomplish. There's like a little motion oh, yeah. that surfaces when you've been utilizing a, t- a particular tool for a certain amount of time. Um, oh, and yeah. I have noticed that it's not the same repeated information. That they're that they're giving when you click on it again, there's a loop that's happening, and they're showing a different functionality that that particular tool can accomplish. So yeah, it's a good I've little been subtle those. reminder. Yeah, have you noticed? Not, yeah, it's a good little subtle. And reminder. And it also
2: tells you like, hey, we we know you're doing this, but have you thought of this? Have you like thought of this? You can use this tool. Like it, it's a related uh, action. So yeah,
0: it's and for those suggesting that another tool are running. Mm-hmm. Their it's like the paperclip
1: from Microsoft Word back yeah, in the day Clippy. Clippy is that his name Oh my god I think so yeah. But
0: I, I t- oh. t- t- at this point I haven't got annoyed yet with it it's not in the okay. way of my work necessarily very, I yeah. might see something it's different really in a month It shows up
2: nicely yeah But yeah I'm sure there's a turn off feature <laughs> yeah, I I, think I that know there that is. for sure I think that there is yeah. Just like you could turn off the big gray artboard that always yes. leaves as it stays on there I that was the first thing I figured out <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that. I, I I'm just glad that like I'm, I feel like all those updates in general are keeping me more up to date with everything that's in cloud. I I was I can admit that I was never really up to date with everything. Like yeah. I would always see the updates and this, and it got me to try so many different things regarding like Typekit and assets and um you know beyond just particular new applications. So for me, I feel like a better user all around. Mm-hmm. I'm using all those new tools. The the animation bend tool. I'm using the color um, recolor on Illustrator, Mm -hmm. which is that thing where you can grab your entire color palette and hit the color wheel and turn it, and it adjusts everything in your palette.
0: Yeah. So
2: if you want it warmer, if you want it more pastel, if you want it more more authentic looking, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And it's works with gradations and everything. So. Awesome. Um, how do you mention t- uh, that again? Type type favorites. I love that type uh your font favorites are always at the you can star them now. So they're the top of mind in your font menu. You don't have to go looking for them every time because if you're like me and I have 8,000 freaking <laughs> fonts installed and not organized. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh me too. Um, I it, it drives me batty. St- yeah, <laughs> crazy. And then I I think as a as a dimen- uh, dimension for sure has been the the biggest leap for what I've been trying to use, and uh, just recently with a company that we rebranded a ton of wrappers, before um, we would always really hesitate doing the renderings because they never looked real, and they were always it's a white background, so we couldn't even uh, do the actual actual photography because there was always so much glare. Uh, Dimension has allowed us to put that. That once we've built it in any perspective perspective any angle and output um a beyond we even did one that went on a billboard, so it literally produced like a six hundred almost like no it was like a two to two to three gig file of something that w- I think I only had it started on an illustrator file and it was all vector so you can output some incredible stuff there. Nice, and it's just again like,
1: and you and you've been using mission. it. You've been like actually experimenting with it. Totally. Okay. Cool.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Which is good and, because
0: um, oftentimes it does take time. It's like, oh, I'm not ready. And I got, I'm that, not ready. Yeah. yeah. I'm busy. And I,
2: and I did the, I did this great thing with them the week after, and I'll, I'll give you guys the links, but their, the, the video they took me through Dimension. It was, it's unreal how, how incredibly cool this is, and yet it is. You know, it's, it's, uh, what do you call it? Step one. There's still a lot of things that most of us will be like, oh, it doesn't do this, obviously. Well, it'll get there. And these are just steps. But, yeah. Um, over, oh, other than that, I, I think it's just being up to date with everything. And I'm, I'm happy to look at it now and say, what's new? Let me look because I know it's probably going to be something I use. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So for me, like, I, I'm super excited about XD, which I still haven't used yet. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I need to get on board I except haven't for the part where dove I'm open to
0: that either.
3: What's not yeah, helping is that one job. of my well. most steady accounts
0: is they're all their in, in, internal team is using sketch. So that's not helping.
1: Yeah. And I I would definitely be more motivated to make the switch if it weren't for the fact that I'm not really even doing much web design anymore. I'm doing more consulting. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm not super yeah, motivated to, be to even doing learn it. this thing at this point, but I love the idea of it, and I'm excited about Spark, which is the, um, it basically oh. creates, like, social mm-hmm. stories and stuff for all, all your socials, yeah. so um, I think that's pretty cool, and I, I really want to dive in there and um, see what it's all about, because I, I remember thinking it seemed so cool at Adobe Max when they kind of gave the, the rundown yeah. of it, yeah. and I really haven't gotten in yeah. there yet, but I'm excited to, so...
2: That's um, Yeah, and I think they've even, uh, if you're a student and you have the Adobe Cloud, it's obviously included. But if you don't have the Adobe Cloud, I think they're also allowing just any student uh, access to um, some stuff with Spark mm. that mm-hmm. is not in the free zone. So... even if you don't have the adobe cloud thing um they just launched something that the other day so you're right i i want to start using that more to be again more efficient because it looks like it could do with things that i spend a lot of extra time on for like social posts and stuff yeah that that could do pretty damn easy and nice it's gonna make your myspace
1: really shine nick Oh damn. Yeah. <laughs> Does MySpace will my will
2: Myspace even upload <laughs> I <have no> idea. <laughs> that kind of stuff? My my favorite thing my about space. MySpace is I
1: think it's all still there, just preserved for the ages. I think I have to oh, assume my, my old um uh account is still there. There's just tumbleweeds going past it, it yeah. It was probably all pictures I took with my
2: first Blackberry. (laughs) It's all it's all pictures that I I used I used to like photoshop
1: myself within an inch of my life, like on all those photos. Like we're like basically like FaceTune myself before there was FaceTune. Nice. So when I see those photos, it's like well I look like an oil painting. (laughs) Uh, I recently used (laughs) myspace.com
0: for a for referencing a search UI and you ended up implementing it. Based on that inspiration, really shocking.
2: Oh, it'll never, it'll never die. Going back to he'll basics, I like it.
1: <laughs> cool. So, um, yeah, wanted to remind you guys to keep sending in your listener questions to questions at thedeependesign And you know, we love the audio ones. And um, something else, and I want to run this past you two while we're here. I think, yeah. I think what might be cool in the future to do some episodes about is like kind of a, a showcase of a particular niche or particular aspect of design so like so if anyone's listening and you have a really interesting niche that you work in and you would like to come on the show as a guest where we could kind of spotlight spotlight. what you do like like let's say you're a wedding imitation designer we want to know all about it and like how you got started and what's you know what's involved in that and how other people can maybe get involved in that too but all we ask is if you are going to do that you'd be an open book don't come you know don't come on and like say "Oh, that's a secret i can't talk about that like Oh, we would just right. want you we would just want right. you to be very open and if you can be open about it, then we'd love to have you on. So email me um if you if that's you, uh Wes at the design dot com and I'll go through it and see who might be a good fit for the show and cool. we'd love to have you on. So is that a good cool. idea? Great. Yeah, I like it. I like that idea. A little spotlight on particular areas. Yeah, I like it. Why not? Yeah. Like poster design or like if any I would love to get someone in here who's like involved in uh like movie poster key art and stuff that'd be awesome to talk about i've I've got a
2: few people in our network with that yeah let's i'll reach out too yeah let's figure figure that
1: out we'll do a little series on that all right cool well um keep designing and catch us next time on the deeply graphic design cast